0: It's day 41 of my 90 day money challenge where I'm questioning every belief that I have about money using the work of Byron Katie and today's thought is there's not enough time and if you are a thought connoisseur as I am becoming you would know that this thought there's not enough time is a universal belief that pretty much everybody experiences this at one time or another. And believes it to be true that's the point so let's go into my life into the moment that that thought arises because that's part of why we're doing the work is because in our the moments of our life the thought kind of rises up and becomes the world we live in it sort of comes up and into our brains and then becomes reality so what we want to do is as that thought comes up, have it be met with the question, is it true? And have it be met with reflection so that it doesn't spread out into our world and become our reality. So there I am in between clients rushing up the stairs to get more food because I haven't eaten in hours and I'm holding the bowl from wherever my, whenever my last meal was, I've got my computer, I've got my water bottle, and probably uh, some papers or books. And I'm rushing up the stairs in this incredibly precarious situation, thinking about my schedule and the other calls that I have later, and then I've got my workout on the schedule, all that before I can actually stop and relax. And in that moment, the thought, there's not enough time comes up so let's dive into the work there's not enough time is it true so there i am walking up the stairs and i notice in that moment i feel pretty bad in that moment i feel squished I feel contracted, I feel adrenaline, I feel this kind of burning, wired, electric sensation up the front of my body. Ever feel that one? Yeah, it's that one. And it's clear that I feel bad, but is it true that there's not enough time? No. My no came from seeing that I feel squeezed, I feel stressed, I feel rushed, but I'm not sure, I can't really know if it's about time itself, that I need to create more time. I need to be able to pause time, do things, and then re-unpause time because I would probably end up with the same situation if I'm honest where I would pause time and then I would rush and then I would you know fill it with you know 20 years worth of time and then I would unpause and then I would do it again something tells me it's not about time itself so then if you have a no to the first question you'd skip the second question go right on to the third how do you react when you believe the thought there's not enough time So as I said, I feel rushed, stressed, squeezed in my belly, like tight, kind of freeze fear response. And then also there's like a flea into my head and what I call the professor forehead, which is like where you're, you're uh, leading with your forehead and you're kind of trudging around the world forehead first in deep contemplation because you're, you're running equations while you're in between tasks, you're doing tasks while in between tasks, because you feel that rushed. Um, yes, yeah, crunched eyebrows, not breathing, anxious, overstimulated. Um, I can't rest. Even if I was to stop for a moment, it would probably take me a good, a good while to actually slow down. And if I didn't have something clear, uh, like a clear self-care practice to do, I would just sit down or lie down and then keep going and keep working. So I need some kind of clear thing to actually uh, change my brain. I I need some some big shift. Yeah, so that's how I'm feeling. And I'd like to pause time, I'd like to take a nap. That is the thing that would actually uh, uh, release the stress. So, what images do I see from the future and the past? So, in the future, I basically see myself rushing up the stairs again. Plus, I look at, I see an image of my schedule, and it's like way more packed out. There's basically no time in there. And right now, I have some time in my schedule, I have the weekends that I don't work, but I feel all of that squished together and packed in together. And then I feel even more stressed when I look at the future, endless stress. And in the past, so that in the past, I discovered kind of a whole sequence of things. So here, I'm going to take you through it. So it starts with seeing that, seeing myself squeezing plans together because I don't want to upset the person who I have plans with. So if somebody says, Oh, are you available for a meeting or are you available to hang out? I will look at my next few days and try to squeeze them in there because I don't want to make them wait too long because I, want, I don't want to upset them because I want to make sure that they like me because other people liking me is really important um, because if they don't, then I'm going to be outcast. And then if I'm outcast, I'll be alone forever. So that's why I squeeze in all of my plans. So I'm not alone forever. Which brings up other sub thoughts like I'm an inconvenience on others. I'm a burden on others. Um, And then because of that, well, I should be quick and invisible and have no needs. And it's not really important if I can't eat or sleep or breathe or rest. Um, nobody really cares about me, not even me. I'm just treating my body and myself like a robot to try to whoo, chug through everything, hamster wheel through everything until I'm done, and then, and then I get a break. So I'm basically uh, putting myself on the factory line and forcing myself to work until it's time to clock out. And this whole thing is a rush-crash cycle. It's just spinning around and around. I rush and then I crash and then I wake up already to rush and then I crash. And um, one of the sub-questions in in this question number three of the work is what obsessions or addictions uh, do you have? And this is one that has become like an alarm clock for me. When I have a TV addiction, or when I'm start binging TV shows, or I feel like I just want to watch TV all the time, what that tells me is I want to rest, but my mind is moving too fast because I've been squeezing my schedule too much and been doing, been rushing around too much, so my mind can't actually slow down enough to like take a nap. That that feels too slow, uh, because then I would just be thinking. So I need. I'm needing something to occupy my mind while my body is lying down, but the TV ends up to be stimulating because the shows I watch are, you know, interesting and stimulating or, you know, Star Trek and things like that. Um, And so I don't actually get the deep rest that I need. So then it goes right back into that rush crash cycle. So TV has now become an alarm clock for me. Um, but it's definitely a, a sign that I, I'm not deeply resting. I'm not deeply relaxing. Okay, free of the thought. Number four, three, free of the thought, there's not enough time. So I'm going to go right back to that moment. There I am on the stairs, computer, empty bowl, water bottle, all clanking around, probably computer cord, maybe some books. Rushing up the stairs, free of the thought there's not enough time. (sighs) I notice a sense of instant spaciousness. It's like all of the stuff gets kind of squeezed out and there's space. And in that space, I feel confident I feel trusting. I feel like others are flexible. I can communicate to others. I could, I could uh, send somebody a message saying I'm, I'm running late uh, or I need more time. I don't have to rush. Even if I notice, there I am rushing, oh. Free of the thought there's not enough time. I breathe. I, I'm no longer locked in in time, which is which is just me looking mentally at my schedule, and looking mentally at a clock. That's what I that's what time means to me. But really, it's a, an in the moment practice. So free of the thought, there's not enough time. I'm free of time. I'm just there in space, and like Gay Hendrix says, all time issues are actually space issues. Because there's only now, and in, in that freedom, in that moment, the same moment where I'm thinking of all of this endless tasks, in that same moment, free of the thought, I feel my body. I can put my things down right there on the stairs. I can sit down, take a breath. Quality of life is important to me. I feel good I actually feel a sense of joy in seeing reality. It's like waking up from a dream. So that's what happens free of the thought. There's not enough time. Let's go into the turnarounds here. First turnaround. There's plenty of time in this situation in this moment. That's the power of the turnarounds is to find three specific examples in this moment in this situation. So, there I am on the stairs, there's plenty of time. There's plenty of time to decide, I'm gonna make my schedule more spacious in the future. That decision time, right there, there's plenty of time for me to make that decision. There's plenty of time, another example. There's plenty of time to put down my dish and walk slowly up the stairs. Another example, there's plenty of time. There's plenty of time to text somebody that I'm rushing, uh, that I'm running late, or that I need more time to prep for the next call. There's plenty of time for me to send a message in the moment. And then, like that first example, there's plenty of time for me to set my long-term plans up better so that I'm not rushing. One more example. There's plenty of time for me to put my things down and set a one-minute timer and lie down and just do some deep breathing which is one of those things that even if I just have a minute of deep breathing that can totally change my nervous system there's plenty of time equally as true if, or perhaps more true than there's not enough time okay and then another turnaround here that I have for you is there's not enough me and this was a really funny one for me because there I am rushing up the stairs with all of this stuff, and then I'm thinking about more tasks to do and more, you know, meetings on my schedule. And it's so clear to me that Noé has left the building. I am out of my body. I am. I'm in the future. There's not enough me. Another example, in this moment, how there's not enough me is I'm not making healthy decisions about my schedule. There's not enough me in my decision making. So that moment where I can say, hmm, I don't want my schedule to be like this. That's a moment where I am here. And where I'm not here is when I'm thinking, ooh, they're going to be upset. Oh, no, I can't. I have to rush and I have to do that. There's not enough me. Last example, there's not enough me. Um... My clients are getting a rushed me. There's not enough me to really make a solid impact and have a a really great session there. So those are my turnarounds, and today I wanna leave you with the question again, that first question. There's not enough time. Is it true? Is it true there's not enough time? And what I see after all these turnarounds, after being free of the thought, is I see that it has everything to do with me (sighs) <sighs> and it has nothing to do with time itself. Time, just like money, is there. There it is. It's very obvious. You know the, the clocks that we've set are just ticking by as they always have, as they always do. When I feel relaxed, they're ticking by. When I feel rushed, they're ticking by. Nothing has changed with time. It has everything to do with me and the decisions I'm making, what I'm using that time for and really underneath all of that has everything to do with my beliefs and whether I believe that I need to please people, I'm a burden, my needs don't matter, all of those things. So I'm gonna add all of those to my list and if you noticed any sub thoughts, any deeper beliefs, add those to your list, keep going. I love hearing from you so keep commenting and posting. And if you have videos that you make, please share them. Um, I know that some people have started to do the 90-Day Challenge as well, and it's really exciting to watch you. So I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90-Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Renee Raibo. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business From virtual assistants to business coaching to website and graphic design, our team is seriously amazing. Gotta check us out at worthajourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.